the world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I'm so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The text for this podcast is the book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 1 to 8. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude, I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites, from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. Join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit will inspire the sound of my voice and also illuminate the heart of my listeners today. Lord Almighty, I pray that your word come like fire and thunder as it touch us, O Lord, to reflect on the reason to be desperate for you. All of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. The title of this podcast is Desperate for God. Desperate for God. We live in interesting times. A time of desperation like never before in recent history. 
People are sick. Jobs are lost. Members of the human family are dying in droves. Global economy is crashing under its own weight. Majority of the nations of the world are in dire situations. The science community is crumbling to respond appropriately and our lives have been distorted accordingly. We are compelled to mask up, maintain social distances, and separate ourselves from others outside our bubbles. Friends, life has become desperate, so desperate. The cause of this desperation is not far-fetched. It's the vicious coronavirus that has claimed as of this podcast about 2,472,387 deaths and counting, according to the Wordometer. And also, global think tanks are predicting that the global economy would take many, many years to recover fully. These are desperate times, but we have learned lessons from the past that disasters always bring humankind face to face with our positive inner selves, such that the spirituality of the human person is constrained to manifest. That is the case today with the experiences we are having since coronavirus invaded our space. This is because experience has also continued to demonstrate the intrinsic need of some higher power to help us cope with desperate situations. The interrogation of this podcast today is this. Should we be desperate at all? And if we are to be desperate, what should we be desperate for? Answering this query would help us manage and cope with tough times as this. One of my favorite places to go in the scripture at times like this is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8-10. to 10. Here is what it says. We are pressed on every side by troubles but we are not crushed we are perplexed but not driven to despair we are hunted down but never abandoned by god we get knocked down but we are not destroyed through suffering our bodies continue to share in the death of jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. It is thought-provoking to note the divergence in the Apostle Paul's outer and inner demeanor. Clearly, he had pressures on every side, but on the inside, he was at peace. On the outside, he was confused, but inside, he was cool, calm, and collected. He was oppressed by the look of everything around him, but on the inside, he never had to feel abandoned by his God. Paul's situation knocked him down, but certainly not knocked out internally. 
This is because he understood that peace is not the absence of trouble, but a state of mind in times of trouble. We too can have those intrinsic measures of strength to help us convert failures into triumphs and maintain them through Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the one who had saved us. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says this, I can be content in any and every situation through the anointed one who is my power and strength. Our key text today, that is Psalms chapter 42 verse 1 to 8, is a captivating passage of the Bible that speaks to the desperation we face as humans, whether tangible or intangible. And this is because the makeup of the human person is beyond the animated beef we call body. In order that we might get the sense of what I am talking about today, it's important to understand that everyone created in the image of the invisible God has a spirit. And by seeking to recover that essence is referred to as spirituality. Therefore, every human being, regardless of faith or none, is a spiritual being because spirituality is an intrinsic reverential response to something significantly sacred that is generally experiential and not taught. It is this condition that causes the human person to become desperate for a higher power that I call God. Although, in this search for God, many loses their ways and get hooked to something that is not God, as the Bible makers understand. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 39 has this to say, Now, do you see that I am the one, and there is no other God beside me? I have power over life and death. I wound and I heal. No one can resist my power. You see, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this one true God is the ultimate and overshadows everything under him. This was the God, the character in our key text today was talking about. That was the God he was calling upon and that was the God he was desperate for. If you are desperate today, what are you desperate for? Bible specialists say that this solemn psalm was written to stimulate and acknowledge our total dependency on the God of all creation. This is graphically demonstrated throughout the passage as the psalmist recounted the mocking and the oppression of his body, soul, and spirit. Verse number 1 to 3 says this, As the deer pants for water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. Where can I find him to come and stand before him? Day and night, I weep for his help, and all the while my enemies taunt me. Where is this God of yours? They scoff. 
In these first few verses, the psalmist is seen in utter desperation towards his creator God. To simply put, in his recognition of this sovereign God, he gasps for water just like one would gasp for oxygen. Imagine for a moment all those pictures from hospitals, intensive units of people desperately holding on, depending on the oxygen line for life. Such was the situation of the psalmist. It comes to a point in this life's journey when we become extremely desperate and for most of us, if not all of us, that time is right here, right now. Regardless of your geographical position in this world, we are all affected one way or the other by this global emergency called COVID-19. The psalmist, in total submission, earnestly places priority in the right place, and that place is the place of God, his sovereignty and his sufficiency. That is the place to be in times like this. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. I am captivated by his sincerity when he questioned, where can I find him to come and stand before him? In other words, he's saying, I am tired of looking elsewhere. I want to meet with him face to face so that I can report myself to him. I am tired and I am desperate. My dear brothers and sisters, Have you been in this place before? I have been in that place. A place when nights are endless and sleep refuses to take over and I cry, Oh Lord, where are you in all this? There is no denying that desperation and evil exist in the world and this truth makes some people think it is illogical to have a faith in God or in a God at all. However, as bizarre as believing in God may appear, God exists. Whether we believe in Him or not, what we see here on this side of eternity suggests that it is not unreasonable at all to believe in God, even for the intellectually minded individuals in the midst of desperation, especially in the age that we live in today. If you are one who still questions the existence of God, I want to remind and encourage you today that we have been forewarned. Let us read the book of John chapter 16 verse 33. Jesus answered them, Do you finally believe? In fact, you are about to make a run for it saving your own skins and abandoning me. But I am not abandoned. The Father is with me. I have told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured 
deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart, I have conquered the world. Friends, this is so encouraging, especially if you are discouraged and desperate today, and you can do well today as you are listening to this podcast to resolve within your heart of hearts to become even more desperate, but this time desperate for God, as this is where you will find peace that will carry you through these desperate times as he did the psalmist when he experienced his own severe spiritual drought. Verses 4 to 5 of our key text says this, Take courage, my soul. Do you remember those times? But how could you ever forget them? When you led a great procession to the temple on festival days, singing with joy, praising the Lord. Why then be downcast? Why be discouraged and sad? Hoping God, I shall yet praise Him again. Yes, I shall again praise Him for His help. One of the greatest characteristics that is prominent in the book of Psalms is the ability of the psalmist to lift himself out of gloomy situations. Brothers and sisters, at the time of these desperations, we must do well to remember all the goodness of God to us in the past. And that is if you know God already. And even if you do not know God yet, you can choose to know him now. Right now, I mean, brothers and sisters, God's word says in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28, Come to me and I will give you rest, all of you who work so hard beneath a heavy yoke. Wear my yoke for it fits perfectly and let me teach you, for I am gentle and humble and you shall find rest for your souls, for I give you only light burdens. In the Jewish calendar, there were three holy days which they were required to keep. During these festivals, there were multitudes who would come together to celebrate. The psalmist was undoubtedly a part of them. Such occasion would be times of joy and not sorrow. And the blessings of God for their lives were recalled to mind. Perhaps these were the occasions that reignited the psalmist's desperation for his God. However, brothers and sisters, as you listen to this podcast, I want you for a moment to close your eyes and allow yourself to be transported to that place when there was singing and laughter in your space. When your family were together, when money was not an issue, when you could worship your God without inhibition, Think about all of these things and see if you will not be rejuvenated. Friends, that was what the psalmist did and said, Yes, I shall again praise him for his help. 
The greatest thing on earth is to have a relationship with the king of kings. This is why you must become desperate for God today. Verses number 6 to 8 of our key text says this. Yet I am standing here depressed and gloomy. But I will meditate upon your kindness to this lovely land where the Jordan River flows and where Mount Hermon and Mount Misa stand. All your waves and billows have gone over me and floods of sorrow pour upon me like a thundering cataract. Yet, day by day, the Lord also pours out his steadfast love upon me, and through the night I sing his song and pray to God who gives me life. In this passage, despite the retrospective positivity in the tone of the psalmist, he is seen acknowledging his reality and his truth. It is so easy to live in denial, which some people call faith. But having faith is not denying the reality, but it is trusting in God absolutely at all times, whether it is a desperate time or not. This posture would be the element that would define your persona if truly you have faith in God. The psalmist was not oblivious of the situation, but in them, all he could see was God's constant love expressed. And that is the beauty of being desperate for God. Such beauty is clearly articulated in the book of Psalms, chapter 48, verse number 2. This is what he says. Beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. As I conclude this podcast, I want to bring to your note today some of the key lessons we all can learn from the psalmist on how we must respond to our desperate situations. The psalmist knew he must be desperate for God. So he began with a captivating image of a deer gasping for water to quench its thirst. What an overpowering motive that we all can relate to. As we all thirst for water every day of our lives. Perhaps the thirst is as a result of the desperate pursuit of irrelevant issues of life, but more importantly, the result of the global emergency we are experiencing now. Whichever way, the deer thirst, and you thirst, which is why our desperation must be for God as did the psalmist. The final and the most important lesson is that God never fails to deliver on his promises. It may not be on your own terms and conditions, but the fact is this, he never fails. And it appears that the psalmist understood that early enough not to doubt God. Each time you doubt God, you make God equal with the devil. 
and you're saying to God in your heart that God is not true. And this is why we must, like the psalmist, not doubt God, but to trust in God. The psalmist ended his distress cry in a positive light, and he said, that is Psalms 42, verse number 8. Yet, day by day, the Lord also pours out his steadfast love upon me, and through the night I sing his songs and pray to God who gives me life. Dearest brothers and sisters, know that God's loving kindness is never far away from wherever you are. Just remember to be desperate for your God. And with this, I say, God bless you. Let us pray. My Lord and my God, I thank you this moment again because of your loving kindness, even in desperate situations. Father God, we know that around the world, so many people are suffering. So many people are questioning if you exist. Lord, I ask today that you reach out to the cry of these people. And even in my own desperation, like in my brothers and sisters, we ask, O oh God, together in the same spirit, that you help us, like the psalmist, that we can trust in you, God, that whatever happens, no matter the trouble we encounter, we can say, like the psalmist, that day by day, the Lord also pour out his steadfast love upon us. I thank you, Lord, because you are still in the business of answering prayers. I seal these prayers in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.